Welcome to DFS with Fields of Fantasy, hosted by Johnny B, Dowie, and our DFS expert, Riku. How's it going, everybody? It is your boy, Johnny B. And we are back here for DFS with Field of Fantasy. It is week 14. So those DFS weeks are running out quickly on the regular season Sunday slates. I mean, there's only five left. And of course, if you want to get those wins within the Fields of Fantasy DFS contest on DraftKings, get those $5 buy-ins right now. Get those teams in and you could be our champion before the end of the season because you haven't got uh, very long left to be able to do it. So get involved. Link is in the description. A quick well done, of course, to Chalbella1981, who won our Listeners League this week with that unbeatable Purdy Samuel stack alongside Tyreek Hill, which, you know, having Purdy with Samuel rather than Purdy with Ayuk probably gave her the opportunity to have the like of Tyreek Hill. Um, I was very much uh, along the lines of wanting to have a Purdy stack in this. I went the Ayuk side because I managed to have some other assets within my team, but being able to have uh, Tyreek and Debo and Purdy was almost unbeatable. And Purdy was the guy last week, of course, because, you know, at the top 10, I believe seven or eight of the top 10 actually had Purdy as their QB, 6,100. Just adding to the fact that, you know, you don't need to go big on a QB. You're better off having bigger skill assets in our, uh, you know, 50 to 70 entry games. Uh, the average now is 6,050 for our QBs. So you don't want to be necessarily having to spend seven, 8,000 on quarterbacks when you don't really, really need to. Moving on to this week, I think it's an interesting slate, one that's completely hard to read. A lot of games in the early window, which could be extremely low scoring and hard for you to find enough points to. Uh, feel very confident. Obviously, you've got the Texans assets as always within the Jets game. Uh, you've obviously got some Baltimore assets, but that's going to be a hard one to read against the Rams. I think Tampa Atlanta could be, you know, a, a shit show as much as it could be a good one. There's a lot of rain as well. Rams Baltimore, Detroit Chicago, Indianapolis Cincinnati. Some definite rain there, which is going to make it interesting as well. So maybe some games you want to uh, focus on your running backs. Um, but I do like that Detroit Chicago game. 57 points they scored when they met up earlier in the season. And again, it's two defenses that you can try and target and two offenses that uh, have some weapons within them that could do well. Detroit is a defense you can try and target with the likes of Moore and Komet. Uh, and then, obviously, uh, Detroit then have all their weapons. And if it's anything like the last matchup, uh, earlier in the season could be another one to look at. If we then move on to the later window where the weather at the moment is looking a bit fairer, this is where we've got our higher point scoring games where you're more likely to find assets that are going to give you points within your lineups. All three are, are above 40 points and I believe two of them, which are the San Fran Seattle game and the KC Buffalo game are all well over 45 points uh, on the over and under. So the guys in Vegas are definitely thinking that they're the games which are most likely to be the high scoring. You can see why when you've got two offences like Casey and Buffalo against each other. But you have to then, if you want them to spend a lot of money on QBs, it's got some very expensive quarterbacks, the likes of Mahomes and the likes of Josh Allen, which, yeah, as I say, it's, it's going to cost you a lot of money to have either of those. You know, if you're looking at running backs, Checker might be a good one because Buffalo does seem to give points away to 
running backs. But apart from that, you know, you've also got to spend a lot of money on your wide receiver if you're going to pick the likes of Diggs or if you're going to pick tight end of Kelsey um, and he's 7,800. So if you want to go in that game, the obvious ones are expensive. But actually behind that, you know, you, you, you don't really know what wide receivers for either of those teams are going to have a good week behind the elite receivers in Kelsey, the tight end and Diggs. So it's a hard one to predict. It might be another week where you want to be trying to have one of those Purdy stacks though alongside Ayuk uh, because, you know, Seattle is a defense at the moment, which you might want to target. The Ayuk Samuel price was a thousand different last week, but actually it's now come down to 100 difference, mainly due to Samuel's uh, total last week. It's what you get with these two. Ayuk's probably going to give you a bit more consistent across the season, but Samuel has that much higher ceiling. So I think it depends quite on your lineup to which way you'd go. So as I say, an interesting one. And obviously you've got the Denver Chargers, which is a divisional game, which you could try and get a lot of assets within that game as well. So before we go on to our weekly picks, then we'll have a quick word from our sponsors, Stateside Sports. Want to get closer to Super Bowl 58 on game day? Pre-order your official Super Bowl program now. Featuring a holographic cover and unique artwork to celebrate Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. You can have your copy of the official Super Bowl program in time for kickoff. Visit statesidesports.co.uk now to guarantee yours. Viva Las Vegas! Well, that's it. If you're in the UK and you need a program for Super Bowl, then make sure you head over to Stateside Sports to get your Super Bowl right now while they've still got stock available to allocate to your orders. Okay, let's get on with quarterbacks then. There's a lot of options for quarterbacks this week. Personally, I'm looking across it and again, you know, I like to go cheap. So I'm fancying going Purdy simply because his price is quite hard to ignore. 6,500, so it is creeping up now. But against Seattle, 20 foot opposition rank and Purdy, of course, who has had over 20 points four weeks out of the last five. Did actually have a lower total against Seattle, but, you know, that was just a blip really, wasn't it? He actually threw an interception in that game and his total yards was way down. But I fully expect them to bounce back from that game. They did against the Eagles. Um, So it's an easy one to predict that Purdy at 6,500 is another week you could easily gamble on him. Another cheaper wide quarterback then that I do fancy... Uh, quite a bit is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's only 5,800, but he's against the 28th opposition rank of the Chargers. Chargers are one of the most poorly coached teams on both sides of the ball, and particularly the defence. They've had a lot of problems this season. Russell Wilson probably isn't got the highest ceiling out of any of the quarterbacks on this slate, but he can easily get you between that 15 and 20 point mark. Only 5,800 gets you to load up on assets elsewhere, especially if you're intending to target some of the other games within the late window for your skill positions. It gives you that opportunity to be able to afford them. Justin Fields is another interesting one. He's 29th position rank. Um, We know what he's capable of. He's had 24 points against Detroit last time out two weeks ago and you've also got before his injury some 32 pointers where he's starting to build up those fancy relevant games against Detroit again I just would expect another game which is going to be a shootout I think both teams will be going for it Um, especially as it's a divisional game we all know that if Fields goes off 
then he can quite easily get towards those 30 points. And then, of course, if you really want to gamble, go 5,200 and go with Jake Browning. 30 points he got last week. 30 points. And if that was on the Sunday slate, you could have him at 5,200 rather than Purdy and have a lot more money to be able to spend across your team. And that would have made a massive difference because he was on the Tuesday games. He wasn't on the Sunday slate. But if he was, that would have been uh, a very nice little pull. And I'd say at 5,200, if you can get anywhere near that again, you're, you're laughing. And Indianapolis, not that great against QBs and neither is Cincinnati. So you could go for either of those uh, quarterbacks in Minshew is only 200 more. There's a lot of options at quarterback, I think, this week. And you don't necessarily need to go Purdy if you didn't want to. You've got Wilson, you've got Minshew, Browning, and of course you've got Fields, who's a little bit more expensive than Purdy. Moving on to running backs, I mean, there's obvious choice. The most expensive on the slate as for running back um, are all against good opposition. They've all got good matchups. CMC against Seattle, 28th opposition rank. Kamara against Carolina, 30th opposition rank. Eckler against um, Denver, 32nd. Uh, opposition rank. They are the worst Denver against running backs. That being said, Denver have been a lot better at keeping teams uh, scoring uh, lower amount of points. Their defense has been much better. It's been well better schemed. And you can see that uh, that patent effect is starting to take shape. I think they've won five or six on the bounce. They're a much better team. So their figures are skew-whiffed slightly because of their poor, poor start to the season. And we also must mention that the likes of Eckler He's been slightly out of form. He's not had a touchdown for three games, um, which is slightly concerning. And But the charges on offences haven't played very well. And that is one thing that is concerning when you play coming up against Denver, who are on a roll. But it could be the reason why he's 7,600, while the likes of Kamara is 8,200 and McCaffrey is 9,200. I'm personally more likely to want a Kamara against the Panthers than I will have a Eckler against Denver simply because Denver on a roll and Eckler has had a very quiet few weeks. But that doesn't mean he can't bounce back, obviously. Uh, some other pick people you could pick within the running backs this week. Got the likes of Joe Mixon, who I think is extremely cheap. And with his QB coming in, um, he was heavily relied on last week. 19 rushing attempts for 68 yards. And he was used a lot by Browning. Six times he caught catches from seven targets for another 49 yards, which put him on a very high 29.7 points with two touchdowns. I think at 6,100, Joe Mixon could potentially be one of the bargains within the slate. As I said, the Colts have been particularly bad on defence and against running backs, even worse, 29th opposition. You then also got the likes of uh, deciding if you want to gamble on one of the Houston uh, running backs, whether that'll be Pierce or whether it would be Singletary. It's hard to predict which one will go off personally. I think it's a gamble, but I know that uh, Mystic Mark is riding the Pierce train this week. And, and they're both fairly cheap at 5000 for Pierce, which could make him a bargain. Um, he did, you know, see his uh, share of the ball up again. Obviously, he had his injury and maybe they're bringing him back into the fold a bit more. He had one touchdown, but he just wasn't very successful against Denver. But instead, he is playing the Jets this week and they are 26th against running backs. So another little choice you could have. And there's plenty of other choices throughout the running backs. But I think I've highlighted the uh, 
ones that have got the best matchups and uh, all of those that have got a nice price. If you move to wide receivers, then uh, Mystic Mark is very, very, very thinking that the Vegas wide receivers are the ones to go for this week. He's picked Devontae Adams and he's picked Myers as his, which I can see why 23rd opposition rank of Minnesota. They have been a team you can uh, try and target wide receivers against. You know, Devontae Adams is seven and a half thousand. So he's within that Pittman, Cut, Nico Collins chase range. And to be honest, I don't necessarily disagree. I think if you're looking for someone within that price bracket, he's probably the guy to go to this week um, simply because he's the one that's got a nice opposition matchup this week and the one that you know, has got probably the highest ceiling out of a lot of them. If Devontae Adams goes off, you know, you're going to get towards those 30, 40 point gains. You've also got Jacoby Myers, who uh, is 5,700, so a hell of a lot cheaper. And he got 20 points against KC last week. We know he's capable of going off. So quite easily, he could get his 20 point plus game again against Minnesota. But you probably pick one or the other. I probably personally would not pick both just because I don't think the Vegas offense is good enough to give opportunities to multiple skill assets in the same game. Wide receivers I like then this week, Justin Jefferson has been brought off of injury reserve, so he's likely to play this week. And if he does, this is the cheapest you'll probably ever find him. And I don't think Kirk Cousins obviously has you know, an amazing uh, chemistry with him. But he's a type of player, you know, is going to get 20 plus points a game and he can quite easily get above that 30 points a game against Vegas. Pretty poor this season. You know, it's, it's Justin Jefferson. He, he's the one asset that's most reliable in fantasy football. Um, it is a gamble because you don't know what his chemistry is going to be with that Dobbs quarterback. But, you know, as I say, if you want him, this is the cheapest time to get him because you're not very likely that he's going to stay at eight and a half thousand. Other wide receivers I like then, slightly cheaper and within the six to seven thousand range is DJ Moore. As I said, the last time Detroit and Chicago met up, it was a 57 pointer. So a lot of opportunity for your skill at it to score point. And DJ Moore is probably one of the guys on the, he's probably the guy on the Chicago side of the ball which you'd probably favour over anyone else to do well. 22 points he got in that game, and he got 25 points against Minnesota in Week 12 before their Week 13 bye. So we know that you know Fields is back, and hopefully they'll have some good chemistry between the two of them. There's plenty of other options across the week, but I think they are the most obvious. I think it's hard to predict the Seattle wide receivers, but I wouldn't be surprised if one of them goes off. DK Metcalf definitely has the opportunity to go off. He had 40 points last week, so you have to really mention him. And at 6,700 against San Fran, if you're thinking that's going to be high scoring, you might want to pick him or you might want to pick a go and gamble on Lockett for a nice cheap 5,600 price. And actually, if you're in that type of price range, you might be one you want to gamble on. And of course, you've got the wide receivers for KC, like Rashi Rice, um, who you might want to pick if you think it's going to be a shootout against Buffalo. He's coming off 27 and 14 points, so at 5,400. Again, against Buffalo, if you think it's going to be a shootout, I think he's the kind of wide receiver you probably need to uh, whack in your lineups. So we move on to tight ends then. I think there's a lot of opportunity within this slate. Uh, obviously, Kelsey against Buffalo, if you're going to try and think that's going to be high scoring. But do remember, Buffalo 
are one of the better teams against tight ends. Not that you can really base that for Kelsey, who's more of a wide receiver, slot wide receiver than a tight end, isn't it? But you've also got the likes of a Porter, of course. Again, if you think that's going to be a high-scoring game, that 6,100 might be well spent on the Porter because you know he could easily get you 15 plus, 20 plus points. And you've got most of the other higher-scoring ones. I've got some okay matchups, but not necessarily the best. If you think it's going to be high-scoring, you might want to put Kincaid in there, but. Casey again have been a good team against tight ends I quite fancy picking up some of the 3,000 to 4,000 point tight ends this week and um, having a gamble on these Pitts has definitely been the guy over the last three four weeks within Atlanta he is getting the share of the receptions over Juno Smith um, and at 3,700 against Tampa who are 27th opposition rank he could be a guy you go for um, he's probably the guy I, I'm targeting um, I think he has the ability we all know he does to be able to have a higher ceiling it's just whether or not Atlanta Falcons offense actually given the opportunity to get towards that ceiling you've also obviously got Isaiah Likely with Mark Andrews out at the moment 29th opposition rank but he's not really shown enough for me to necessarily uh, want to go for him he gets targeted you know roughly four times which isn't enough for me to want to definitely pick him and he doesn't seem to get enough red zone work another person you could go for um, who again gets those four to six targets is Gerald Everett, particularly because you're playing Denver, who are not very good against tight ends, 31st opposition rank. But again, I think I'm just going to concentrate on that Tampa-Atlanta game and probably put Pitts in. And that you could even put Otten, uh, Kate Otten in for Tampa because Atlanta defence isn't very good. So I think there are definitely some nice tight ends within that three to 4,000 range. But I wouldn't necessarily be wanting to definitely spend much money unless I'm going Laporta uh, at tight end this week. DSTs then, well, you could always go and spend a lot of money on DSTs. You're always going to get better against the Jets. Houston are the most expensive on the slate of 4,000. I don't think you necessarily need to spend that much this week. Um, you've also got the likes of the Ravens, who have got 10.4 on average this season, which is the highest of any of the teams on this slate. The Rams have, you know, done well against the defenses. They've actually seventh opposition rank, so they've kept defenses scoring down. You know, they've got the likes of Williams at running back, who's been unbelievable when he's not been injured. And obviously, they have their assets at wide receiver as well, so they could easily um, do well. But you know, Ravens, I would never say that it's wrong to bet bet on the Ravens against almost all opposition, apart. From from those elite offences like Sam Fran and the Eagles. Minnesota do tend to also give away points, so the Raiders might be one where you could get some uh, defensive touchdowns. There are other cheaper options. Obviously, you've got Vikings against Vegas as well. Either of those teams could be the team to stop the other. That's it, really. I don't think there's any more that are that obvious could pick the Saints against Carolina for 3,900. I think it actually it might be a game you might want to spend the money. You, know, you could even go Jags against Cleveland for 3,600. And of course, Cleveland have been turning over the ball a lot on the offense which gives a lot of opportunity for that Jags defence. So as I say, there are a lot of opportunities. And if you're in the camp that actually don't think that Detroit-Chicago game is going to be high scoring, then you'd be betting on the Lions because the only reason that's not going to be high scoring, I think, is if Chicago don't turn up. Um, and we know that Fields can have games where he just doesn't turn up and turn over the ball a lot. But personally, I think I would be wanting to spend money this week on defences. I would be looking at either the Jags, the Saints or the Texans. Excellent. Well, that has been myself. Obviously, it's just been myself uh, this week because Dowie is off to Vegas. Riku is off to Germany. And Mark, who had to call in six. So hopefully 
you haven't got too bored or fouled asleep to uh, me going through my picks this week make sure you check out our sponsors if you're looking for a nice Super Bowl program if you're in the UK and make sure you get your team in for the DFS league over at DraftKings $5 buy-in as always link is in the description get involved before the Sunday slates run out and we'll see you in week 15 ta-da